Um, all right. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bad and Busy, the isolation series. <laughs> we hope um, everyone is doing okay despite everything that's going on. Hopefully we can distract you for an hour-ish. Yes. Um, please connect with us via DM on Instagram at listen to Bad and Busy. Drop us um, an email, badandbusy at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook. We post some good reads and bits and pieces to keep your brain occupied all. Um, okay, well, let's get into it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, what have you been eating? So, um, get this. I'm going to lean down because my mic's down here. Mm-hmm. Gooey, syrupy apple crumble crisp. Oh. Doesn't it sound good? What um, is that? So I saw um, a girl I know on Instagram had put up a photo and I was like, can you pass on the recipe? And she did. So I'll share it with all of you, but I'm not going to run through it now. But we can put it up in the show notes or newsletter or whatever. But essentially mm-hmm. um, it's something that you can definitely make while you're stuck at home and I'm fairly certain that everyone would already have the ingredients in their pantries and fridges, but if not, it's all about substitution, isn't it? You just yes, throw it. it is. I remember when I was little, um, we made like a some slice thing and it was meant to have like a crumble on the top, so we crushed up wheat bix and it came out really nice. <laughs> mm. um, but this, the crumb has oats and brown sugar and butter. And when you take it out of the oven, it's literally like bubbling with a caramelly, sticky, saucy stuff in the bottom where the apples are. What's the caramel sauce? So, like, it's all about the brown sugar. Uh, And mm -hmm. so it goes from the crumble into the apples because you stew them for a bit, but it's not like in a cat. You don't stew them in brown sugar or anything. It's just that the butter Mm. and the brown sugar from the crumble on the top drips down into them it's so nice Mm. um you know what i should try though i could definitely dollop like the largest ladle of coconut yogurt on it and make my own version of hams you know how they eat it for breakfast the granola it already has oats and stuff in it yes okay (laughs) what are you eating um okay so i made the tiramisu guys (gasps) yay Yes, so I used Mitch Orr's recipe. So he was obviously, he was obviously like we all know who it is. Because <laughs> he's really famous. Who is Mitch Orr? Um, he was the chef at Acme and now he's um, opened Bondi's Chichabella. But oh. he's been posting all these really great, easy to follow step by step recipes on his Instagram. You can follow him um at insta krill with a k k r i l l there's lots of pasta because that's his thing but there's also this the tiro recipe so it was um surprisingly simple and it didn't take long at all so i highly recommend recreating it yourself at home plus it's obviously super delicious um he says not to soak the biscuits in the coffee as they go too mushy when you put it all together but we oh. took that step a bit too literally and it was a bit dry right so the next night yeah the next night we ate it it was much better it was like soft and I had a good touch of coffee and like the the cocoa over the top I added more (laughs) um which is like perfect for this weather with a glass of like crisp wine or a hot cup of coffee if you want extra coffee yeah 
But um, I think next time I will add like more cream, more coffee, just more of everything. How come he doesn't but want the coffee you to soak the bickies in the coffee he, too long? Because the biscuits he thinks go too mushy. And then when you combine everything together and let it rest or let it like sit in the fridge, it all soaks together, like all the cream and the coffee and it gets too mushy. But I like a mushy, wet tiramisu. Same. So for the first time, I think it was good. And then you kind of like work to what you like, I guess. Like I, I'm going to add more coffee, more cream, um, more cocoa. Yum. Um, the, and then did you put anything in the cream? Sorry. Oh, you put the, the masala in, which is like oh. the fortified wine. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which gives it like a hint of. I don't know. It's like a weird. It's not like a nice. Tia Maria. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. not as nice as that. Right. But it was all right. Um, and then I also made a beef rendang curry, and I Jeez. had um, Alison Romans. She should sponsor this podcast seriously. Um, mm. <laughs> buttered turmeric rice mm. with crushed almonds and Yum, herbs. You made it. So this. Yes, so this is a recipe from her Nothing Fancy cookbook and it's literally crispy, fresh and nutty. You basically toast the almonds in butter until they're brown and then you fry some fresh turmeric and shallots and cooked. Then you add this cooked jasmine or like whatever rice you've got. Mm -hmm. Let it fry, get crispy on the bottom and then put it all together with heaps of fresh um, coriander and mint. Yum. It was very good. It looked amazing. And that was pretty easy too. You know how we make turmeric rice? Did it have like that nutty kind of yummy? Oh, do you put cumin in it? No, but you could. So this one, she didn't. She didn't like mix it all together. She, she just kind of like laid the rice on top of it, and then you leave it, and then you take that out, and then you put the nuts on the top of it. So you don't mix all the ingredients. Right. It's kind of like a layer. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Um, what else did I eat? I think a lot of chefs are doing live, like step-by-step tutorials on their Instagrams. Yeah. They're like cooking channels. So I'm going to try and like jump onto that bandwagon yeah. and see who else is doing stuff. On like their IGTVs and stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. It's a good idea. That's like the only positive coming out of this, right? <laughs> But apart from eating, what have you been doing? So we um, have been doing nonstop. It's just like what everyone's been doing. Um, jigsaw puzzles. Uh-huh. Oh, and I good. got this one that um, is like really beautiful, which because like all these jigsaw puzzles are like bridge over water and, you know, shitty looking old historic tree building ones oh yeah um so this jigsaw puzzle is called um she chills by okay lady so um i'll like put it up on instagram or link to it it's essentially like yeah how would i describe it well they've written on their thing it's a watercolor painting by artist jessica mayrick which is Oh, and it evokes feelings of quietness, restoration, and tranquility. So it's called a mindful jigsaw puzzle, but yeah, it's only 400 pieces, so I love it because Mitch came home the other day 
um, with a 3000 piece one. And I get the idea behind it. Like it was like this New York city skyline thing, but 3000 pieces is disgusting. Like, have you ever done a big, <laughs> have you ever done a big puzzle like that? So we had to start and we just separated like all the different yeah. colors. Yep. It's gross. Right. It was awful. Uh, and where do you start? Exactly. So supposedly you're meant to like collect all the edges and I've never done it like that because I never do jigsaw mm. puzzles that are 3,000 pieces big. Um, also, I've competitively been playing Uno with Mitch's family because we're all here together. <laughs> it has become so competitive. Um, but I mean like in times like these, it's easy to even make an Uno game into a sport because you're going absolutely mind crazy on the weekends. So... You know, but um, like I said before, taking morning walks around the burbs like you suggested. So, so far that's been going good. Good. Um, It's been fun because every evening um, I look forward to the next morning, which is so important. And I wanted to say this because I think for you to find something that makes you want to get up out of bed, which staying motivated in a time like this can be so hard. And I myself can totally vouch for that. But whether it's um like yoga or some stretching or if you've mastered the perfect scrambled eggs or like me just walking you should let that be your motivator to get up and get your day started and just get out of bed because I feel like it's a great idea I feel like a lot of people right now need to know that it's okay to feel a little unmotivated and helpless but finding joy in like the perfect egg or just the little things that you do in your spare time can make all the difference. Mm. I just remind remind myself of that. Yeah, that's really nice. I think that's a yeah. good point to make for sure. Yes. What have you been mm. doing? Well, I'm kind of sticking to the same sort of thing. So looking forward to doing things that I've like said that I would do. Yes. So I'm making progress with my skipping, as some of you may have seen on Instagram. <laughs> yes. How is it going? It's, um, it's actually easier than I thought it would be. And I feel like good about it. Says someone with it. the lung capacity. <laughs> well, do you know what's funny? What? I was thinking about this. When I first started training with Kayla, she would try and get me to skip. And I hadn't skipped for like since I was a child. And I'd always like feel like I was going to lose like my blood. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I need to do some work on my kegels. Wow. Yeah. And like I couldn't do it for very long. I was super uncoordinated. And now I'm like, I don't do skipping a lot like here and there. Like I feel like that's all gone away. So it must like tighten up your that region, but also like your, your, pelvic your floor. bottom core. Yeah. And then like your core as well. Interesting. This is so funny um, that you mentioned this because I went to the physio yesterday as I kind of Mitch like told me you're going when, oh, you, when I saw him. Oh, I was like, oh, fuck, I need to ask her about it. I forgot. While we're on How like Kegels it? and things, just I might yeah. jump in because they have to test your pelvic floor via. Int- but is this a new thing? Definitely. I've never heard of it before. Me either. Um, but supposedly it's like the thing that these female physios do. Um, and so they test internally test your pelvic floor, like which is very uncomfortable. Um, and she rated me quite low, so we have a lot of work to do. <gasps> but, 
And this is before oh, you need to start skipping Steph, I yeah, swear. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, what? Isn't that weird? So I have, yes. not that you need it now because obviously skipping's really firmed you up, but I, I, have, <laughs> I have exercises. If anyone wants them, hit me up. <laughs> is it just where you like squeeze and try to hold on for as long as you can? Literally, but I see what you're doing there. You're holding your breath and I was told not to. So... Oh. Okay. Uh, it's really, I hate it. I don't like it at all. Disgusting. She was like, I want you yeah. to imagine you're holding the most expensive diamond in your rectum. <laughs> in my rectum? Well, like, because it, oh. it's like a band that goes all the way from your rectum all the way up and around the front. Wow. Hmm. I would probably just let it drop out and catch it. Yeah. I don't really care yeah. about it being inside me. <laughs> Why would I want it to be inside me anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But that's that. I need yes. another analogy. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Oh. Well, yeah. So, I mean, when I'm doing it, I like it. And when I am just waking up and knowing that it's something that I'm working on kind of like makes me look forward to it. Yes. Well, that's good. Skipping's so good. Yeah, and I've got like a playlist going because it's okay. kind of like meditation. Like it takes your mind off things because you need to focus on what you're doing. Um, so there's that. How many – And then – Before you go on, how many minutes or like how long are you doing your practice for? So I'll do it as like a finisher to a workout. So between like 10, 20 minutes yeah. at the end and I'll like make it part of like – hit circuit or whatever but then instead of just like jumping for two minutes which I would usually do I'll do like one leg the other leg like and then try and like hop and like do the little that's good I don't know how they do it and then sometimes I'll just do 10 minutes at the end of just um I'll put on like a place that I like and then I'll just muck around and try and tap my feet around um yeah and then are we being keeping our green well, I've been keeping my green thumb going. Good. Um, but this time I've been taking branches and like leafy bush from the garden or wherever I find them and just putting them in a big vase in my room just to add some greenery to the house. Okay. And what, your dad's a garden? <laughs> no, like a bushy, like a hedge or like across the road. Jordan was like, just go and get. I don't know, steal a big branch. Yeah, that's and then cool. I put it in a big, big, big glass vase or whatever the vase you've got, and I've put it on the floor so it feels kind of like a big, and it like takes up quite a bit of room. Look, I think it's color. like the whole being trapped inside. Why not bring it in? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I recommend mm. is on Sunday when I was having my mental breakdown. Mm. Um. We decided to do some painting. Yay! So we sat outside and did some watercolours and it was a really nice, warm, like sunny afternoon. Jordan made us some um, Aperol spritzes. <laughs> I saw. They looked snacks. really tasty. Also, yeah, you're quite the artist, mate. I know. Aren't I good? What the fuck? <laughs> what was the um, brief? Or oh, you didn't set one? You just were painting? No, it was just... Yeah, I was like, oh, I think like we found like some refs on Instagram or something of things that we liked. And then um, we just tried to like paint whatever. That's so cool. And then I had some spare frames lying around the house. So I framed them all and popped them up in my room. Did you? I know. And I was like, when we do better ones, I'll like replace them. But it, they look obviously heaps good in a frame. I feel like everything looks good in a frame, pardon me. Yeah, it could um, go for $100,000, you know. 
Yeah, little Matisse over here. Uh, call, just call me Pabs. So I, I'm i sure everyone has like random, or you can just buy them from the $2 shop, like mm. a piece of paper and some watercolour. And we just put some music on. It was really nice. I mean, because Jordan's dad paints, yeah. Yeah, so he had all the stuff. So we just went and stole some of that. Lucky. Um, I know. But do that. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm yawning. I'm so tired. Why am I so tired? <laughs> We're just exhausted from nothing. Seriously. Um, have you been purchasing anything, buying? No, but I have some recommendations for people who do maybe want to buy things because okay. all we're doing is sitting at home. So we may as well make the most of it in some luxury loungewear or like dressing gowns. I like some this. robes. Okay. Because you have a really nice Venroy robe. And mm-hmm. linen's quite nice at the moment because like we're in that it's kind of warm, but it's kind of not weather. Mm-hmm. And I've just been finding that I've been living in a robe and they're so comfy. So I think that everyone should go out and buy one we're going to put some up on the grid of some of our favorites mm-hmm. you have some and beautiful just... robes every time you're doing a I bathroom like... thing <laughs> you're in a robe <laughs> i like to buy them when i'm on holiday yeah like a little souvenir because like i've got a few um from Bali that were like just cheap from the markets but they're so nice like silky ones and I've got a big cotton one I bought the last trip and then I get so many through work as well but like those big Sheridan woolly ones or even Peter Alexander they're big soft ones Mm. they're so nice yeah but they're not I find like a thinner kind of robe in a bigger size is like more forgiving like when I'm getting bigger my big fluffy robes are just they don't stretch at all (laughs) Mm. And you feel a bit suffocated. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, and then I also am buying or just bought, or I have to pick it up today, um, a do-it-yourself kimchi pack. Ooh. So it's from Sang by my Mabasa. Yeah. I can never say it right. Um, in Surrey Hills. And so it's kind of takes all of the icky, annoying Mm-hmm. finicky aspects out of kimchi making so you know things like salting the cabbage getting the ratio to fermentation and taste right mm-hmm. um cutting up the cabbage like doing it putting all the um the like salting and sourcing stuff into into it and layering it so um they've kind of done it for you and then you basically just need to assemble it um, and let it ferment in the fridge for a couple of days. So it's like using a cake mix, but with these restaurant quality, restaurant oh. quality ingredients. So like they'll give you sachets of like the different things that you need to put in your jar. Yeah, and then like a step by step. Cool. Because now I'm on holidays for two weeks, so I need shit to do. You're gonna be so like, I don't know, do one of those bored. TAFE courses. <laughs> you know they offer. That's what my mum said. That's my what mom Donna's said, doing. <laughs> Really? What's yeah. she doing? Uh, like a social media for small business. Oh, my God. I love that. That is so productive. I know. There's a computer one too, but like we obviously are on computers all the time. Um, but yeah, it's actually I'd, not a bad idea. I don't know what else they've got. My mum said they've got a, a fermentation tape class. Do they? 
Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if I need a tape course in DIY pickles. Like, it's pr- I don't think that's going <laughs> to... Your pickles taste yummy. You know. But, I really mean, Sue's all for it. Go for it. But, yeah, um, I think what we were thinking is, because she's kind of off as well, we might start her, her own, like, little cooking Instagram. I <laughs> and I'll d- film her, like, cooking I her recipes. I said this, you dumb bum. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I said, Suze needs to start a vlog in the new kitchen. So I was like, why don't we video you? Okay. I don't know if she will, but I think it'll be cute. Gosh, trust you to just take two weeks holiday and then put all this shit on your plate. Oh, (laughs) I know. I'm like, what can I do for bad and busy? I'm like, I don't know, but I'll think about it. Okay. Um, have you, are you you boring anything? So talking about comfortable working from home attire, we're always on the same track, but I guess because we're living the same lives as everyone else. (laughs) Um, so, uh, Zara has been a good one always, but they have a lot of loungewear sets. So I only purchased one, but I've been looking like they have a lot of good knitted sort of pants, like ribbed pants and matching mm. oversized, like um, collared knit shirts, if you vibe me, nice. which makes it easy for me to still chill at home, but be presentable on my Zoom meetings. And um, but I can literally still lounge around in these clothes and they're not itchy. They won't crease. They're not too stiff. They're not jeans, you know. Yeah, um, and still feel like a human. Yeah, literally. Like, they still look all right. Um, but then also, speaking of the work-from-home situation, we just bought me a new desk for the home office, seeing Real. as Mitch and I both now need to be, like, because he has an office, but I didn't think I'd be working from home so much, but I think that's the plan from now on, that everyone's just working from yeah. home. So um, I couldn't keep using his, obviously. And we got an Ikea one, and I might share those stories I put up this morning. Who doesn't love a flat pack? Did you get it all done? Yeah, and it looks so cute, which is How good. How long did it take? An hour and a bit. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's so long. You know, what's a good hot tip for flat packs? Just don't what? don't buy the desks that have drawers in them. That takes forever. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. It has two drawers, so, like, you have to put the runners in and all this shit. Yeah, yuck. So, but on my want-to-buy list, I saw that women did a quick story on this company called Crocked. Um, so I want to buy, they do DIY home pottery kits. Cute. So cute. And you can like, you can buy ones like that make two. So I think it starts and you can buy a pack and they make two keep cups for each person. So like it's a two person pack and you get two keep cups and you can keep going up for like, if you've got a bigger family. Oh, wow. But the catch is that... And this is why I haven't purchased yet. You still will have to take it to a kiln to be fired. Uh, why? It says no. You're... And where are you going to find a kiln? I mean, on their website, they have a list, but I don't think they'd be up and running right this second. So, no. I mean, that whole, I love the idea of playing with clay, but I mean, I could really just get that fixed from maybe Play-Doh. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I yeah. wish you could like bake them in the oven. It's the same. Yeah, that's that. They should have that. Yeah, they should have invented Someone that by now. Someone invent that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if you guys look, your dad, your mum, they might make homemade stuff. They have a kiln. You could just get this little pack. And saying that, you probably oh, wouldn't. I need have it. a kiln. Do they? Yep. So do all MC actually. Oh, well, there. See, just hit up your old school. Is anyone a teacher? <laughs> Is school still open? It's school holidays now. Oh. Mm. oh God. Apologies, I keep yawning. That's okay. Um, We're all in it together. <laughs> what about what are you consuming? So, mine's so like. Tune off now if you're sick of me talking about children or babies or whatnot. I haven't even started. Um, <laughs> so I've been listening to Australian Birth Stories podcast, which is quite confronting. I bet. Um, I've been doing a little bit of home research in regards to pregnancy and birthing because I'm going to have to get ready for it. Um, and because currently in New South Wales, the hospitals are not running their usual um, antenatal classes or even their hospital tours for obvious reasons, obvious safety reasons, um, I have – oh, I'm puffed out just from talking. Isn't that great? <laughs> um, my midwife suggested that I either watch um, that TV show called One Born Every Minute, which is so graphic. Yeah. So I just skipped yeah. past that one. But another suggestion was to listen to this um, Australian Birth Stories, which, I mean, we love audio content, so why not? And mm. essentially it's a podcast of mothers' stories of childbirth and they just do interviews for first-hand accounts, like all the different ways that it could just go. And holy fuck, like it's awful. They all sound – I mean, I'm, I haven't come across like a super happy – story yet it's all like and then this happened and then you wouldn't believe it this happened so i need to switch yeah, that but off don't think, <laughs> but they're not they don't want to have the average joes on there yeah because that's not fun content and people think that's boring like you like who was telling me the other day some two people told me that um a woman was on the way to the hospital and they she went to the hospital whatever she was like i'm having contractions and then they're like no like you're not ready go home and Mm. then on the way home she ended up giving birth in the car because the baby just like (gasps) fell out in like an hour and the like on all fours in the back seat while her husband was driving she just did it by herself where did i hear that story too must have been must have been on a podcast recently i don't know Um, and it was like someone local like from sydney God, yeah, I feel like I've also heard this story. It's the on the fours in the back seat thing. Was her doula in the car as well? No. Oh, okay. On the phone, maybe. On the oh, phone, okay. maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, wow. I mean, um, it's very confronting. Yeah. So wow. I need to turn that. Good luck shit with off. that. Thanks so much, babe. <laughs> what have you been consuming? I... Um. What have I been? Okay. Well, <laughs> tell me. I'm gonna. I'm like looking at the coffee that I've written. It's quite long. Um, I wanted to bring up something I posted on my Instagram last week, and I and it comes to mind because I recently read a feature on Primer.com.au, and I've shared it on. Um, I've shared the link on our Facebook page as well. It's yeah. basically about how women with eating disorders are at risk right now during yes. the coronavirus pandemic. Um, 
so self-isolation, panic buying, not being in a regular routine, the gym being closed, etc., are all kind of catalysts to this. Mm-hmm. Um, the Butterfly Foundation have come out. If you don't know who they are, they're Australia's leading eating disorder support resource organization. And they've seen a mark in increase in, um, in calls to their helpline and a 21% increase in activity around their web chat feature. Wow. So there's um, – and that's obviously people who are in the mental health space that are well enough to actually contact someone and try and get help, mm-hmm. um, whereas I think a lot of people don't. So my post was about how I'd seen an influencer post about her workout routine. I want to bear in mind here that she was underweight. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, cut the crap. But it wasn't just about her workout routine. It was about how she shared with her followers that she was also on a 36-hour fast – and she showed on the app that she was using that she was up to around, I think, 17 hours. Yet she's still working out and clearly doesn't eat a lot. Wow. Um, I felt really, really triggered. It was like really overwhelming and like took me to a pretty bad place mentally. Mm-hmm. And I started having, you know, thoughts about myself, my body not eating, comparing myself to her, being like, what can I eat? What shouldn't I eat today? Like, fuck, I ate that yesterday. I didn't work out today. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those things that run through our minds. Luckily, I had Jordan to pull me out because he knew something was up and then I ended up having a cry and then I slowly got out of that headspace. But after that, I was really angry because I feel like in this day and age and also in the current climate, we need to share more information about how fasting, how under-eating, exercising is so bad for you especially when you're a female in your reproductive years so these Mm -hmm. are your teens to your 30s as I've experienced personally so it fucks with your hormones my story and experience is a bit different to others going through more battles that are more like food focused but I think it's really important that in this time of vulnerability um, to not put information out there that can be super inflammatory to others a 36 hour fast is not eating it's starving yourself it's Mm -hmm. not fasting all of the studies on fasting are on males it's bad for you you can check out my story on bodyandsoul.com.au about my experience um and it also comes back to a book i'm reading called in the flow flo by Alyssa vitti she also has a range of like podcast interviews around your hormones and she's the creator of Flow Living. She's got an app as well. Um, she created the Cycle Syncing Method, which is a 28-day plan to biohack your body and your hormones. So it shows you when you should be doing specific things in time with where you are in your cycle. Mm-hmm. So like what to eat, when to do HIIT training, when to have a meeting with your boss, when you should be choosing a movie night over a night out with the girls. It's super specific. It's really interesting. And I think that it's all about like if you tweak your lifestyle and your schedule around this cycle and this schedule, um, it basically changes your life and your hormonal health. And she goes on to say things like the 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 day-to-day living that we live in is all based off males yeah. because their testosterone – is best in the morning so when you start the day or if you exercise before work and then you have a 9 a.m and then you would go and have like a lunch and then you might have drinks at 5 p.m or whatever it's all based off um their testosterone the ma- yeah like their hormones like how, how males how males live best yeah um and it's been like that for like all of time basically like all of modern civilization 
Um, but I just wanted to bring that up. And if, and I think that if people ha- are going through like hormonal issues, um, or even you know eating and exercise problems at the moment, that they should look into in the flow by Alyssa Vitti. I think it's a really good resource. But I also think that if you're out there putting shit up on your Instagram, yeah, like be a bit fucking more mindful. You're also not a health and wellness expert. No, you're and like a bikini company, hun. Like stick. I'm sorry, it's bullshit. The in my Instagram is just flooded with, um, and it's overwhelming when it's flooded with people being like, "You don't need a gym. This is the routine that you're going to do today. This is the routine I did in my bedroom on a mat." But then there's like 16 different fucking Instagram pages I follow with all different like workouts for your Monday and then a workout for your Tuesday, and it's yeah. instead of just. It's almost like what they would usually have posted. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Because obviously they have the free time, but also um, it does make you feel like a bad person or a lazy person if you're not working out that day because you supposedly have more time on your hands if you're at home. Um, Mm. And, but that book sounds really good. So essentially. Yeah. It tells you where you're at in your cycle with whether or not you should be resting more or. Yeah. So basically you would download the app or you can already use the app, an app that you use to track like your period. Yeah. And you know how it can tell you at what stage. So if you're in the luteal phase or if you're in the follicular phase um, and basically it tells you what you should and shouldn't be doing because your energy levels um are like prime for that specific thing or it will hinder like if you do hit at a specific time in your cycle and or a specific time of day that can hinder your hormones liz um our acupuncture guru she actually lives by that i think it's not the circadian it's not the circadian rhythm no it's the infradian one of those yeah um and she was telling me, because I was telling her about it, and she was like, yeah, she was like, I won't schedule a meeting at certain times in my cycle. Like, I won't do this at certain times. And she's really specific about, mm. like, this week I'll do yoga instead of going and doing whatever. Because – so I think it's, like, a thing that a lot of people live by and it can change the way that your lifestyle is because you have more energy, you feel more positive – also, you might not have like those internal battles with yourself if you do follow that hormonal kind of regime because it has this, um, like it's all to support you. So, for example, like you said, if you mm. want to do yoga one week, well, all the girls that are doing like, not hit, but, you know, if you're at a gym program and you're, and you're doing it Monday through Friday and the next week is the same program, but you're at a different stage in your cycle, you probably shouldn't be doing those classes and if you beat if you miss one and you beat yourself up about it mm, that's something I would do yeah yeah definitely um I think we just need to be I guess because we were never educated about it no there's all these research research and resources now out there where we can help you know it's just like you don't need to be pushing yourself to do things we're not built like men we, we don't need to do that yeah but even the girls with the someone with an eating disorder for example 
the fact that you are now stuck at home um, and, you know, maybe if you worked at an office and you felt like you had eyes on you but now you're at home and there's no one watching you and you feel like you could go out of control. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be And I think a lot of eating disorders are based around um, routine. So they stick to the same thing every day or they have like an internal battle with themselves about what they can and can't eat at certain times or how they can get away with things or what they should eat. Like I read Mm. on this Primer article, they interviewed a woman that had an eating disorder and she said breakfast was like a two-hour ordeal because I'd be weighing the ingredients to make my breakfast and then thinking about which milk would be better for today like it's very specific she was like my life was timed to the minute um so that being out of whack can be a massive catalyst for them you know to go down a really dark path again yeah um and just fucking piss me off I was like you're just an idiot like mm. sort your shit out you're we ignorant need to support each other and be fucking mindful of other people and yeah. you're already skinny and you can't be – 36 hour fast isn't fasting. You're not a fucking marathon runner. You're not getting an operation. You're not an athlete. You're just not eating. Yeah. Like that's that's the end of the story. You need to link me to that anyway. person. Yeah. I, and you know what the worst thing was? I don't even follow her. Jordan follows her. Oh, really? Of course. And he, I don't know, was like showing me because she was doing like hip thrusts or something like on her camera. <laughs> Yeah, make me feel bad. Yeah, and then I, and then I would like looked at the other stories and I heard what she was saying, because she was trying, she was like telling people to do it because it makes you feel really good and all this stuff. And I was like, you have no idea. Yeah, but I didn't have any idea when I was doing things like that either. And this is the problem. Mm. But you know, I would not eat for thirty six hours because that's just fucking dumb. Mm. Or people that post about fasted (laughs) cardio. Yeah. Things like that. R- rant over. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Here for it. Mwazis. What are you drinking, mate? Um, mm, a lot of wine. Yeah? Not a lot of wine, but on the weekends too. Um, I drank I said- a white wine, a natty wine from Brave New World. That was really nice. Yeah. But nothing too specific. I wanted to see. Are you still? Ha- Did you end up buying that non, that non-alcoholic one called? Yeah, non? yeah. The did da- we talk about it? Yeah, we did. I oh. bought um, like number two or something. It was the white. It was meant to be um like a natty white. I'll bring it up again. But I wanted to try the, like the. I'm assuming it's like the red wine one because I think it was more, um, um like not herby like I think it has more um like cinnamony kind of vibes and I want to get it I'd said it last week but I miss wine so much Mm. I want to drink it so bad yeah yeah and kombucha can I have that I don't know you're asking the wrong person (laughs) yeah Mitch bought me why can't you have kombucha because it's a live um Thing, but I'll look into it. Mm, I did this. I I've been drinking um, of a nighttime oat milk hot chocolate. Um, and I did a little thing on it last night, and I'll put it up 
tonight so you can see how I've been making it. Um, okay. Okay. It's made with Teresa Cutter's The Healthy Chef's Naked Chocolate. It's been my after-dinner treat and I've been using either – it's always oat milk, but I've been using Oatly or Minor Figures, um, which is good. We have a coffee machine with the uh, frothy thing on it, but not yeah, too – Yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, I mean, if you want to heat up your milk in a microwave, go for it. I don't know. Or in a stove if you don't have one. Yum. So what – oh, yeah. I, did we talk about this last week, though, that you were having that cacao thing? No, I was having a lot of tea. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't know why. We need to eliminate drinking if all I'm going to be drinking is non-alcoholic beverages. No, because I think some people want to know what fun things you're drinking. Like I made a hot chocolate the other day as well. I used Minor Figures oat milk. Yes. And I used um, the Vita Glow. I'll get it Yes. Do they have a so. chocolate thing now? Yeah. So. I saw someone Vita posted Glow, it. Vita Glow. I think maybe Massey posted it. It's the cacao, maple cacao um, collagen powder and it tastes just like hot chocolate and then I mixed that with some hot water and a dash of oat milk. Yum. Yum. Yeah, that was good. Yum. I think I'm drinking a bit too much oat milk and then I have like oats and porridge and my belly has been a bit sore. Mm. Well, actually, someone did ask us for an, a gut update in this yeah. week's issue. In this Should week's we do episode. it? Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't really got much to say. Um, I have been very good and like completely different to the journey that I was on when we first started talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm still getting acupuncture every week, every fortnight. Mm-hmm. Um I'm t- currently taking Metagenics Fibroplex Mag Active Magnesium. So I take that orally. It's tablets. I think there's two or three times a day. Um, and I said maybe that's helping. And then I also spray magnesium on my the soles of my feet and my tummy before I go to bed. Good. Did Liz give maybe you that, that magnesium? The tablet she did, yeah. The spray? Uh, no, the spray. I just get it from wherever. Okay. I've got a few different brands. Um, and then, but also in saying that, I had the tiramisu two days in a row. And then on, so like Saturday and Sunday. And then on Monday, I can definitely confirm dairy is not my mate. Okay. <laughs> right. Not not in like a, like I was so bloated. Really? So sore. Rock hard, like how it used to be, like hurting in my back and on my sides. Like didn't go to the bathroom for like two days, and I could tell it was from that because there was nothing else that I'd eaten that was that strange. Yeah. Um, but I'd eat, I'd eaten a lot of chili, which I'm not meant to, but maybe it was the combination of those two things. So I think it's more like food triggering, um, specific, and now I can track the specific things. Yeah. So I think the other thing is that you should definitely be keeping a food diary and a poop diary because sometimes you won't go to the toilet, but you forget. And then Mm. you look back at the week and be like, oh my God, I actually didn't go three days of this week. Maybe there is something wrong. And then you can look back and see what you ate. Right. Um, And then maybe obviously it could be food related that's making you not go. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, is that if I like don't eat breakfast 
um, which a lot of the times I don't because I'm not hungry, but I need to. So I just, like, yeah, I have to force myself to do it. Um, that fucks up my my pee rhythm too because because then your digestive system gets sluggish which is what yeah we said yonks ago yeah so i think that makes like sometimes it'll be all right if i have like a milky like a oat milk coffee Mm -hmm. a warm one then i'll be fine and then other days that won't even do it and i need to eat something but then if i skip if i miss the boat and i eat it like one it's too late it still won't make a difference i've been um yeah, and then there's been some times where like it'll be three a.m. and I have to wake up and go to the bathroom. That's which is maybe the magnesium. Maybe I take it before bed. Yonks and yonks ago, I remember I told you, or I when we must have just started talking about your digestive system, and Donna listened to one of our podcasts. Yeah. Um, spray Sprayed magnesium. It on her feet. Yeah, and it had, and she'd have yeah, to go. That's why I do it because you told you told me that. So yeah. If, I mean, and when we so get an acupuncture, Liz sprays magnesium on my feet. Does she spray it on yours? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what that's for. I think for relaxation. Oh, okay. We'll see. I may maybe it just gets everything kind of like in working or I don't know. Yeah. Mm. So that's, I mean, other than that, I don't really have an update, but I'll think about um, if people want to know like specific things that you've been doing. Yeah, or like I could give you like a week of my life rundown and like I'm happy to do that too. So you yeah. cut out dairy, like at least you know your triggers, dairy, chili. Yeah, well I don't have dairy during the week like at all mm-hmm. um, unless I might have like feta in a salad or like mum cooks something and there's cheese in it, but that's pretty rare. And then on the weekend is when I would have dairy, I would have a cheese plate or I'd have a dessert or like whatever, but that's but otherwise I don't have anything. So I think now that I my body's used to that when I do have it it's like this is not right. Yeah. Cuz I used to oh, I used to eat everything and I yeah. never and I didn't think that that was like a problem but it was like a specific pain and like bloating and sore mm. and like really backed up. <laughs> so mm. I was like that that double tear really really did it to me. Did a number on me. It's good but Send me the recipe, I'll make it. Yeah, I'm going to make a different one this weekend for Easter, I think. I was actually going, actually, I could still do it, but I could just tell you. Yeah. It's like self sabotage, not self, it's like sabotaging you. Um, Jiro Osteria Osteria, Mm. is doing trays Mm. of tiramisu. Oh, of course. I saw that. And I was like, they have it on their menu. I'll express post it to Kels. (laughs) Oh my God, that would be nice. I I think would would eat. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what if theirs is a good one. Do you like theirs? I don't um, know if I've if I've ever really had it. I don't know. It looks but, like nice and authentic. But Oriana did say to me because I was like I put up a thing on Instagram being like it, this is too dry. She was like eat it tomorrow night. It'll be better. And so she Thank gave me you. some tiramisu. Thank and you. And it did it did taste better the next night. And she also said soak the soak the biscuits for longer yeah who is this guy hard who is this guy taking you down the wrong path (laughs) i know but bake not that it's baking but desserts are really hard because you really do have to follow the recipe yeah so i think when he was like don't soak them because i got some milk i was like jordan hurry up i was like get them out of the coffee (laughs) kissed with coffee okay 
Anyway, um, well, until next week, I guess. Yeah. Um, I want everyone to go and have a beautiful week. Try and learn something new. Go out have for a, a walk. Yeah, go for a walk. Or like I said, um, maybe even if you've got a new book you've been reading in hibernation, you should be excited maybe yes. to go to sleep so you can wake up a bit earlier and read some and then get out of bed and get your day started. I'm going to start reading this week such a fun age okay i've heard ash austin was reading was reading it um a while ago and i've heard a lot of people talk about it since and i think it's on a lot of those lists but i'm gonna i think it's like a thriller uh, so i'm gonna read that start that this week so i'll come back to you all right chica all right well um okay ready one <laughs> two